Hello and welcome to Utterly Geek's Game of the Year Deliberations for the year that was 2018. I'm Darren Bell, joined by Steam Petrella and Chris Walzik. Hello. We've got a few categories to run through. If you listen to day one, you know the deal. If you haven't, we're going to whittle these down to three finalists, one winner, until we get to our Game of the Year, in which case we will produce a ranked five top games. Let's leap right back into it, starting with Multiplayer Game of the Year. Previous years, we had split out online and local. That's kind of silly now, so it's all kind of chunked into one. Mm. So why don't we list them off? We have nominated for Multiplayer Game of the Year, Monster Hunter World, Forza Horizon 4, Jackbox Party Pack 5, A Way Out, Super Mario Party, and... Overcooked 2. Tell me about Super Mario Party. So the reason I... Because we had a local and online multiplayer originally. Yeah. So I just kept it in there just because I I think it's a great local local multiplayer game. I, I it weirdly enough, this was like the first Mario Party game I've ever played, <laughs> like ever. But that is mind-boggling. Uh, it, it, <laughs> uh, it yeah, and but it's fucking good, man. I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I think it's a great one of those. Uh, like, I've watched people play it, and I've watched a lot of like YouTubers play it. Uh, and like all the other iterations as well mm-hmm. but i just never thought about going out and getting it or or playing it myself or just i didn't have a friend who was like hey man let's just sit down and play mario party even though i was living with you at some point there <laughs> and you, yeah and well, you fucking had you had probably all the iterations of it of mario party and we never actually no i never really got beyond the n64 versions but okay. even then that was more like I never owned it myself. I mm. had a bunch of friends who had it. Okay. Or we would rent it, you know. Okay. It, that was the perfect rental game. Yeah. But also, when we were living together in college, that was the dark days of Mario Party. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. When they got real bad, like all those Wii ones were terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From from what I heard and read, yes. I Yeah. But... and. Super Mario Party, that's a game that I regret not being able to play this year. Mm. Because I'm in a place where not a lot of people are interested in playing a Mario Party. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the lack of online really upsets me Mm. in Mario Party, Super Mario Party. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I mean, I'm okay with, like, striking that out only because of it just remaining as a hey it's a really good local multiplayer but not as uh oh i wouldn't i wouldn't eliminate it just yet okay but that is something that's working against it is the lack Mm. of online yeah because i again i've watched a lot of streams of it like the whole game grumps series they they played like a whole bunch of this game Mm mm-hmm I feel like I have a really good inclination that I would really love this version of Mario Party, especially given the uh, 2v2 mode that they added in, which is a completely different beast mm. when compared to original Mario Party. Okay. 
So the 2v2 is you team up with another person, and when you roll, your dies are summed, and you're not moving around set paths on a board. It's more of like a, a, a grid. Yeah. And you can move wherever the hell you want, and you try to line it up to land specifically on the spaces that you want or need. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat twist on Mario Party. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get, like, assistant characters, which are other player characters that no one selected that kind of follow you around and add to your die roll. And every character has their own specific character block that you can use now, Mm -hmm. which adds a level of strategy to the player that you're choosing, Mm -hmm. which is completely unexpected in a Mario Party game. Any kind of strategy. Yeah. And I think I think that's why for me, this one is like, huh, this one's really good. Yeah, like because because there was a lot of strategy that when I played it with my group of friends, that it was like, yeah, there was strategy involved, but it was still like, you know, it had its Mario Party moments where it's like, I was fucking dead last for so long, and then suddenly I just had one turn where I got three stars in a row. <laughs> And then I yep. was pulling in the lead, and then the guys, my buddies, were like, "Well, fuck." That's Mario Party bullshit. That is still intact. Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing for me is how good that game actually looks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, there's one mini game where you're supposed to pan fry a cube of steak, mm-hmm. and that is, I would posit, the best looking piece of video game steak I have ever seen. <laughs> Like, just just everything, you, the environment, the, the pan, like the way that there's a little bit of oil on the pan too. Like when There's you're, a little bit of oil, and when, when you fry it up, like the actual gradient of like the brown to the pink is accurate to cooking steak. Mm-hmm. It's hyper-realistic <laughs> to a level that did not need to be. <laughs> Especially for a Nintendo game. Like, yeah. It's weird, but yeah, it's really cool. Let, let's let's rewind it back. Super Mario Party Steak, weirdest thing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, I would table that. Mm. Okay. Let me talk about Forza Horizon. Okay. Forza Horizon 4 grabbed me in a way that I didn't expect to. Like, I don't, I don't really go for driving games if it's not a Mario Kart or a kart racer. Mm. The last time a game did was Burnout? literally a... A decade ago, yeah, with Burnout Paradise. Mm -hmm. Like, I got real into Burnout Paradise. And Forza Horizon 4 scratches that same kind of itch where it's just that. Except it ratchets it up to a level where it really delivers on the promise of what Burnout had with the whole 8-player challenge or 2-player to 8-player challenge mode. Mm -hmm. But you're always connected to people. Mm-hmm. So at any point, actually every hour on the hour, you get a notification, hey, a Forzathon live event is going to happen over here. Get to it. So mm-hmm. you sprint over there, and all of a sudden, if you're populated in the right server, I've had it where this has backfired, but if you're populated in the right server, suddenly you see all of these different cars just show up, and they're all other players, and you all start spinning donuts and honking your dumbass horns at each other. <laughs> and then when zero hour hits it goes go over here and do this thing so all these cars just tear ass across the map (laughs) and you show up and you start doing the event and it's all a communal thing Mm -hmm. it's not competitive you're working together to do the thing Hmm. and then you do that and it's like okay great 
here's the next one. And you'd go through three challenges. Mm-hmm. And then once you get done with that, everyone who participated gets an award, which is a form of currency that you can spend in the seasonal shop. And seasons are weekly. But outside of that, it also makes it very easy to team up with friends and become a quote-unquote caravan. Okay. So you see exactly where everyone is on the map. If someone starts an event, everyone gets pulled to that event, and you race against each other. It's not really cooperative. It's kind of like you're in the same race together, but Mm. you're not... You can do a cooperative thing. The problem is is that if one person has a super underpowered car, almost every time you're going to lose. Mm. Yeah. But that being said, you can play really good stuff just across the map. Or I some of the best fun I had is just me, two friends, all in Reliant Robins, which is a tiny three-wheeled car. Just tearing ass across the map and harassing other players by just surrounding them as Reliant Robins and honking at them. Mm. You can't block other people who aren't a part of your caravan. Mm. So you can't run them off the road. You can't, like, negatively impact their game. But they can see you and they can hear your dumbass horns and see (laughs) all of you in your Reliant Robins. Okay. So it's fun messing with people that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it grabbed me in a multiplayer way that I didn't anticipate. That being said, I don't think it hangs with this list. Okay. I love it as the weird seasonal experience that it is, but I don't think it hangs with other games on this list. I will. Oh, shit. Someone died. Someone died. No. It was, someone someone, someone fell over in the corner of my... Uh, apartment. Uh. Fine, I won't eliminate Forza. <laughs> Jesus. Someone was so pissed. Yep. So pissed. Fuck this! Uh, it deserves more appreciation! <laughs> more appreciation. Uh, Steve, let's talk about Overcooked. Because I sure. haven't played Overcooked 2. Hmm. I want to hear your thoughts. I mean... I only put it on there because I I played a little bit of it and I haven't played a lot of multiplayer games this year. Um, mm. I don't think it hangs because it is it's basically it's more more overcooked. more overcooked. If you liked Overcooked, you're gonna like Overcooked too. I didn't play enough of it to see like a lot of discrepancies between them, like a lot of additional things that they've added and stuff. Okay. So I I'd like to play more, but yeah I. Just for me, it doesn't hang just because it's more overcooked, and I didn't I didn't put enough time, but I wanted just to give it a shout out and just say, hey, it's there, it's a good game, check it out. Okay. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, it just looked like the next logical step. It was everything they wanted to do with the first overcooked, but ran out of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I appreciate that they did it. Mm-hmm. Um... Wally, tell mm. me about a way out. <laughs> I was I was just about to say I I I don't think it hangs with everything else as far as like the multiplayer level of replayability, but I think uh, at its core concept of being able to play both locally and online, and even if one person has a copy of the game, uh, is really fucking excellent. 
Um, but also that being said, uh, a way out is really fantastic of a game, like a cooperative, just two people, two two person co op game. And I've yet to do online. I've been meaning to with my brother because he doesn't have the game. So I was going to test out that whole system of me having it and then me inviting him and then him playing it. I don't know how it works or like I would assume he would have to download the game and then just like get like a host invite or something. What do you have it on? I have it on PS4. Yeah, because you're supposed to be able to play with another player even if they didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know how that works. Like, how mm-hmm. does how does the store let you download that shit? Yeah, I I don't know. I've yet to test it out, but I do want to try it for online. I just did it. I just did local because uh, I played with my girlfriend and we we played it together because we were both kind of interested in that title. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean it's fucking great locally because you know you're. You're sitting next to each other and fucking yelling at each other to do whatever to break out of prison and all that shit. So you know it's it's all good and fun there for for local uh, multiplayer. But yeah, I'm I've yet to try the the online component of it, but I am curious about it. Um, but that being said, I think it was one of my few like new multiplayer experiences that I had this year, and that's why it's on my list. Right. Um, but that being said, that can be struck out as well. Cause I don't think it does, uh, similar to what I said when I first started talking about it, I don't think it has that replayability like some of these other games do. Right. It's, it is, it is a nice, like, Hey, let's just get through this story. Like, let's play this experience. But then once you're done, it's like, yeah, you could probably play it again to see how some of the outcomes are. But like overall, it's just like. It's just like a it's just a streamlined uh, story that happens. Right. So okay. A way out. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> it will come uh, back in other categories. I because I do want to discuss about it for other things. But yeah, it's I yeah. Think... I'm I'm curious to see that other stuff about mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Jackbox Party Pack Five. <laughs> Has anyone else here besides me played Jackbox Party Pack 5? I have not. I think I played it. 5 with the new You Don't Know Jack, the new uh, Split the Room, Patently Stupid, Madverse City, and Zeepledome. I believe those are oh, all shit. the games. No, I don't. Maybe I didn't play that. All I right. It, so let I me... played it at my brother's, but I don't. I don't. It probably wasn't Jackbox Party Pack 5 then. Because let me tell you about Jackbox Party Pack 5. <laughs> I would put this up there with Party Pack 3 as probably my new favorite. I Jackbox ebbs and flows, right? Party mm-hmm. Pack 4 wasn't that great. It was. It's still fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's always that one game that you really don't give a shit about. That being said... I really love the other four games in this compilation. Mm. Again, a lot of this is dependent on the people that you're playing with. Right. Yeah. Uh, Z- Zeeple Dome is probably is the one that I... No, just, just skip it. It feels like a phone game that one of them was like, oh, yeah, I've got this great idea. It's the only one that is actually tactile. So your phone is literally just 
pull back and release, kind of like an Angry Birds type thing. Mm-hmm. And you've got a everyone has their character on it, and you're trying to smash into aliens and things, and it's just it's not great. Just skip Zeepledome entirely. Uh, oh God, which one do I start with? Madverse City. I think is one of the shining stars of this. This is a robot rap battle. When you get logged in, it gives you a random robot, which is based off of old outdated technology. So you've got a floppy disk robot. You've got a VHS tape robot. You have an old Tiger Electronics game robot. You don't get to pick them, unfortunately, but they're all really coolly designed. Like visually, they're they're great. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're given a Mad Libs-esque line where it's just like, oh, give me an adjective for something positive. And then it populates your first line with the last word being the word that you provided. And then you write the next verse for your robot to rap. And then you do that another time out so that you end up with four lines, two of which they've written, you've supplied the last line, and then you handwrite the other two lines. It then auto-generates a robot rap where it speaks those back to you <laughs> against the other player. So it's All a right. giant robot rap battle that is so inspired <laughs> and so well done. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, the new uh, Split the Room is so different from anything else that they've done. Or they'll posit a theoretical situation. Uh, the the example that they use when giving the instructions is all online video advertisements are now banned and they are replaced with 15 seconds of blank. Is the world a better place? The blank is what you s- supply mm. and you get points you get more points the more evenly split people say yes or no so you're trying to come up with a divisive answer so it goes against my every inclination to make the funniest and dumbest solution (laughs) because everyone everyone will just vote one way or the other depending on what that is so you actually have to think about the people you're playing with and come up with a solution that will literally split the room which is the name of the game and it's so unique and so different from anything else that they've done that it's it's really a standout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patently Stupid is the other game in it where there's a round of everyone proposes a problem, such as, oh, uh, Giant Bomb streamed it, and one of the problems that it's they had It's basically PowerPoint the game is from what I understand. Yeah! Yeah, so every, everyone comes up with a In problem. In summary, it's basically PowerPoint the game. Yeah. <laughs> but then, the, yeah, you get other people's problems, and then you have a drawing, a title, and a catchphrase, and you have to present your argument for it. Mm. And you have control over what gets displayed at a time, the okay. title, the catchline, or the image, and it becomes basically salesman the game because mm-hmm. you're all running like a Kickstarter. Right. And then people decide whether or not to back your product. And it, depending on the people you're playing with, it can get fucking hilarious. Uh, the last good game is the new You Don't Know Jack, which is now eight players. Oh, shit. And they changed everything about You Don't Know Jack. The, the Jack attack is no longer a buzz-in as soon as the answer comes up. 
a number of answers will roll out and everyone can buzz in on those answers. The quicker you buzz in on a correct answer, the more money you make. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also change how screws work. No one starts out with screws now. They will randomly dole them out to people in last place. And it doesn't force anyone to answer the question because everyone's always answering the question. What it does is fuck with you. So I got screwed during one game where it's like, oh, here's the EULA. And it, you literally have to scroll through the whole fucking thing, <laughs> which is so goddamn long before you get to actually answer the question. There's another one that flipped my phone completely upside down, which isn't as great. But the EULA one, man, that hit me real good. I don't know what the rest of them are, but they're just as weird, mm-hmm. I guess. That Like, this is... The best Jackbox, I would posit, that they've ever done. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it belongs on this list. Well, let's not, let's not get there. Let's it belongs see. on this list. Let's see what else with our other uh, contenders are here. Right. Tell me about Monster Hunter. <laughs> I mean, what's there to say? You're the one who got me into Monster Hunter. You should be talking about it. But that's, but that's the thing, right? You were never really super into Monster Hunter until this Monster Hunter. Right, yeah. Because you had me play Monster Hunter Ultimate 3. Yeah, that was the one on Wii U and 3DS. And that was the one where I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Most, mostly just because it was a 3DS port. And it was like... Playing playing the Wii U version of that of that game, it was like I expected more. I it's like Monster Hunter World is basically what I expected it to look and feel on the Wii U. Like that's what I expected out mm-hmm. of it. Um But I I would say Monster Hunter World I mean we've been playing on PC, like one, it's a pretty solid port. It's working yeah. fucking amazingly for me. Um Two, uh, I mean, it's it's it is fantastic. Like I I I really love a lot of the um, just like planning and trap setting that you can do, and just the strategy you you have to do. Like that's when it just like clicked for me for that style of gameplay. Because it's like yeah, there's the grinding aspect of that game to like get better armor and weapons and shit like that, and like complete sets. Mm-hmm. But for me, Monster Hunter, like the reason why I love coming back is just because of that whole like planning and strategy and f- figuring out like what what can stun or like really hurt the uh, the monsters so that way you can like take advantage of it and then like do the most damage or be able to trap them or whatever. Right. Uh, and and it took me a little while to like realize like oh man I should really be utilizing all my tools at my disposal because I just kind of kept treating it like fucking treating it like Dark Souls where it's just like oh I'm just gonna attack everything and I'm just gonna fight everything whereas like now I've gotten to the point where it's like okay yeah I'm gonna use my launcher to like put a certain thing equipped to it and then fire it at something that's like within the environment that'll kind of cause some kind of chain reaction that'll cause some kind of like big stun on the monster and then we can then we can like you know dish out some damage to it um 
So it's just like shit like that. I it, that's when it clicked for me, and I was like, "All right, this is pretty fucking good." Um, it's basically, what if The Witcher had Dark Souls combat? Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's that level of detail. Like, well, I need to get this preparation and this thing and this thing. Yeah, Monster Monster Hunters. Monster Hunter is finally a make good on what Monster Hunter should have always been. Yeah, getting rid of the sections, getting rid of all the excess loading making whetstones a non-consumable item <laughs> yeah like they've just streamlined it and made it the the best way to get into monster hunter right yeah they've done an amazing thing with monster hunter world it's still it's still monster hunter and it still has its uh it's monster hunter ways of menus it, within menus mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also like fucking really ass backwards way to invite people into games and wait you can't join this person they can't, they haven't seen these cinematics uh, yet <laughs> yeah like what there's still some really ass backwards things that that game does uh I don't know. That being said, they've removed a lot of the other back ass words. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, some people, some people really liked how some of those really ass backwards things were because they were able to adapt to it. But for me, right. it was just like, I don't know, like for me being like a newcomer into Monster Hunter, it was like, oh, okay, I I understand that's just how it is. So I have to fucking bend over backwards for it to work that yeah. way which yeah, sucks but which sucks but um i don't know i still have a blast with it just because whether if i'm doing it solo or with people it's like really fun especially yeah. especially with like you know with you and i playing it uh a lot of the time and us just the two of us going to fucking set like one of us trading off on setting up traps and then distracting the monster and the other one's just like fighting him and then, oh shit! Yeah, my my trap missed. Shit! Well, I got another one. Yeah, like, that yeah. kind of improvisation teaming off. Yeah, exactly. Like, it works it, amazingly. Yeah, exactly. So so that kind of thing like is a lot of fun with Monster Hunter. So that's why I've been like really enjoying my time with it. And okay. we, even though we kind of haven't been playing it much. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> fell off, but that's fine. Right. Uh, last game here, I know both of you have put a lot of time into. I played a little bit during the beta, uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, I, are we lumping both the traditional multiplayer and the blackout in this, or are we... Yeah. I, I Yeah, I think I just... I, I mean, okay. the whole it's thing the is a package, multi... Yeah. The, whole, the whole thing is, is a multiplayer package. So, like, there is no okay. single player in it, so, like, we might as well just include it as the total package. Yeah. Okay. I Agreed. I, I, I played all three modes, too, and, and I've got all my opinions on those. <laughs> yeah, but. I haven't put, like, a ton of time into it, but I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy what they're what they're, what they're they're giving in this experience. And I also haven't played, like, fast-paced multiplayer shooters in a long time. So, like, well, at right. least, like, this kind of multiplayer yeah. shooter besides, like, over or, yeah, Overwatch and shit like that, you know, but... Um, and I've I really enjoyed it, um, yeah. Wally and I I mean there the blackout is cool. It is it's more of an arcadey uh, PUBG, and I like yeah. that about it. There's a lot of dumb in it, and there's just a lot of fun that can be had. Um, and I I definitely want to put more time into it. 
Yeah, that's all I would really be able to contribute because I played a little bit during the Blackout beta. Mm-hmm. And being as someone who fell off of PUBG pretty hard before anyone else did, <laughs> right? this is exactly the kind of arcadey stupid bullshit that would have me coming back to it. Mm. I really enjoyed my time during that beta because I feel less stressed. And plus it gives you alternate objectives, what with the zombie regions and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it's a really interesting risk reward. Plus you get to see jackasses in helicopters crash and die. <laughs> Yeah. Which is one of the best things. The inclusion of overpowered weapons like the rocket launcher and the weird perk system. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's... It, there's enough there that's different. Mm-hmm. That It's a PUBG it, for the rest of us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I would say uh, from the pure multiplayer experience that Call of Duty is known for, uh, I would say it's like probably one of the best ones. Um, I've had the, like, I mean, I, I enjoy Blackout, but I, and I've done solo a bunch of times, but I would rather play it with like Steve or other people or whatever. Like, uh, so I, I mostly, mostly play Call of Duty. I just do the regular multiplayer stuff. Um, but with what they've, what they've added and what they've changed is enough to, make it interesting with the multiplayer aspects because now everybody can heal themselves it's mm-hmm. no longer a you have to stare at your fucking bloodied screen with the blood splattered all around the edges of your your screen and wait for the slow slow timer of regen health before you inevitably before you just eventually get shot and killed anyway um now you actually have like more time to recover and get back mm-hmm. into the action and that adds a little bit more strategy mm-hmm. uh, that I really like that wasn't in a Call of Duty before. And and on top of the abilities and having the different classes, because that was in Call of Duty 3, uh, Black Ops 3, where they had like the specialists and they had abilities and, and things like that. But oh, okay. basically with this one, what they did was they were like, okay, what if you were able to push a button and you fucking had your health regen? And then, so that way it was like, you could heal yourself and then get back into it. And of course, it's on like a cooldown. It's not just like, okay. oh, I could fucking use it all the time. But you have, you do have also different loadouts where you can select the stim pack where it's like a faster cooldown time. So you can just like be fucking healing yourself fast and getting back into the action. And, or even right. like healing yourself while shooting too. Like you can fucking do that, like with that perk. So, um,. Yeah, so there's shit like that, uh, and it's different enough where it felt like it was just subtle, but it was enough to be like, yeah, this seems to work really well all together. I mean, there's still a lot of people that are complaining about a lot of things about that game, and, you know, some of them I'm like, okay, and some of the others I'm like, fucking whatever. Um that's the nature of online games right now and of games in general. Uh, Everyone yeah. can be pissed about something. The competitive nature of games now too, like you have this yeah. thing of esports and stuff like that, so people aren't gonna care for a lot of things. Yeah. Or they're just gonna voice their opinion yeah. a little bit more than they ever had because it's so popular at the moment. Yeah. Right. I mean my my biggest complaint right now that 
that I know still a lot of people are making, and that's mostly that uh, Blackout is still at 20 hertz mm-hmm. for the refresh rate. Mm, yeah. Uh, which is bullshit because it was 60 during the beta, uh, and it ran buttery smooth for a lot of people, and they were like, where the fuck was this? Like, because this, this existed, this, this happened, this was available for everybody during the beta, and then now you just fucking dropped it down to 20 since then. Um, the, the multiplayer runs 60 now. Like, it didn't before, actually. It actually ran worse. It was at 10. Wow. Wow. Uh, which is weird, because it wasn't until I actually read it, and then I... It wasn't until I actually read that it was at 10, and then I played it, I was like, huh, yeah, this is fucking bad. <laughs> and then, like, and then later that week, they sent out a patch, and then it was like, oh, yeah, we bumped it up to 60. So then everyone was like, all right, cool. Um, or maybe, it, sorry, it was 20 for multiplayer, 10 for Blackout. And that's why I, like, didn't play Blackout as much. But since then, they bumped Blackout up to 20 and then multiplayer up to 60. And so that's why I've kind of been still been playing multiplayer more, just because it's like, well, right. I mean, it's going to perform better. It's like, smoother and it's a yeah. better experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I wonder, I wonder if that's an, a side effect of the Blackout map, period. Maybe their infrastructure isn't set up to handle that large of a space. Maybe. So in order to reduce server load, they refresh it less. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, because I feel like the beta probably pulled a lot of people in because that's what I was reading. I mean, it did for me. Like I, fucking I mean, I pl- touched it. I was excited to touch a Call of Duty game, which is weird for <laughs> me to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, that's why I was like, oh shit, you know, this actually seems pretty solid. Like this seems like something I'll pick up, and I did. And um, but yeah, I mean, if I want some kind of fast-paced shooter game, like. You know, and I mean, weirdly enough, it's still a more solid experience than PUBG. Like, at least mm-hmm. I know that I would say the one downside with with Blackout over PUBG is that it still suffers that Call of Duty uh, thing where if you get spotted first, there is a better chance that you will get killed instead mm-hmm. of being able to hide behind cover. Like, you have to be, like, running right around the cover or a corner to, like get into a situation where it's like someone spotted you first and then you can be able to strategize and then overplay them Mm. um but it's it's definitely more it's it's a it's a lot possible in PUBG to like kind of counter if you get spotted first but um or if you get shot first but yeah it's like it's the call of duty game where it's just like you get spotted first you're gonna get fucking killed Mm. first right Um, so it sounds to me that Call of Duty needs to be on this list because it is such a departure. It's made material changes to the formula for the better. Yeah. And all of the detractors that I see are more mechanical behind the scenes yeah. type stuff that are minimal. Yeah. Okay. And zombies is fucking whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I played I, yeah. I I played one round of it and I was like, boy, this is like a twenty minute for one round. Like this is a long fucking time. Right. But I know there's some people that love that shit, so That's where you get your story in this time. Yeah, exactly. Um I I feel real strong about Monster Hunter being on this list. 
because yeah, Monster because Hunter at its core should be played multiplayer. Yeah, and and I would say this is a good. Uh, I would say it's it's a good entry. It's a it's a good entry point into the series where, uh, you know, exactly as what we were saying, where I started with Monster Hunter Three, and there was a lot that I had to learn, and there still was with World, but World was kind of like an easier transition into it. And, yeah. and learning how that game works and eventually some shit just clicking for me and being like, oh, okay, I understand. Like, I get it. Like, I get how some of the mechanics of this game works. Yeah. Um, and, and yes, I totally agree with you. Like, I think that the more the more people that you have to play that game, like, there's just a, another whole level of strategy that you could just kind of, like, work off of each other and bounce yeah. off of and just be like constantly being like all right i'm gonna do this now and all right cool like let's strategize yeah, I, I know if i'm playing on my own i'm not gonna grab a hunting horn i'm gonna grab something bigger but as soon as we get like three people in a group i'm grabbing that horn because i know we need a support <laughs> right and it, exactly it, it fundamentally changes the only problem i have is that once you get over two players you no longer get to bring your palico along and i love my kitty cat mm-hmm. so but that food, man, that food looks real good. Um, <laughs> so that brings us down to Mario Party or Jackbox. Mm. This is the best Jackbox that we have had in years. But this is uh, the best Mario Party that we've had in years. Right. And so that's <laughs> where I will concede Jackbox because they have consistently been coming out with these games for five years, one mm. a year. And they've been rather hit or miss, but their overall quality has kind of been the same. Mm. Okay. Mario Party. I had such little expectation for them ever to make another good one of those. Mm. That the fact that they fucking did, and it's something that I regret not... I regret not playing a Mario Party, which is something I never thought I would say. (laughs) But I would I would say though if you're gonna if you're gonna have Jackbox and and Super Mario Party go against each other the one downside I would say with Mario Party is that it doesn't have online capability. Yeah. This is true. Jackbox does because Jackbox well, you can play. Well, I mean it is kind, kind of, like, of. I mean not- yeah. Normally when you play Jackbox you can. I think it's more of you can have the option of having other people join your game. Because but I've then, had, because I've had, I've played just this past Thursday. I played with a bunch of friends where we we're like, "Hey, let's play Drawful too," and we just like went on Discord. One of us hosted and basically kicked started Drawful two, and then we were all able to play. Like, even though yeah, some of us weren't able to hear like the audio, but we were able to still like draw out to- and then. But my point is, is that technically you could do well. You can't do that same thing with with Mario Party, but that's still kind of a workaround with Jackbox. Mm-hmm. Yes, that functionality is kind of there if you force it to be there. Yeah, but those games are best enjoyed local. Oh. But I, I I get what you're saying. the The exclusion of online from Mar- Super Mario Party is mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they made a good Mario that, Party. But they yeah, but they Mario made Party. a really good Mario Party. Yeah, I really fu- like. I will. I mean, you know, I bought fucking Smash recently, so it's not like I'm gonna run out and get it now. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's like I've got 
you know, my group of friends that we've been playing Nintendo yeah. games with, he'll have Mario Party, I'll have Smash. So we'll basically, like, you know, fucking... And because it's on Switch, you can just plug it Whoop. in, plug it yep. out, there yep. you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am completely okay putting Jackbox to the side, despite it being the probably my favorite Jackbox yet. Mm-hmm. And putting Super Mario Party just for the shocking value that they made a good fucking Mario Party in 2018. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good with that. So amongst these three, I know personally Monster Hunter would be my number one. But <laughs> you both have put together really stunning arguments for Call of Duty. To mm-hmm. the point where I would be comfortable putting Call of Duty Black Ops 4 as the winner in this category. I would say more of it should be... I mean, I I would say we should probably let Wally kind of decide this one because... Yeah, because he's played all three. All three. So Wally, you know, kind of has more... Yeah, what do you think? I can't... I haven't played Monster Hunter, so I don't know. Right. Um... Because it's not as much from from no, from I, you guys all right, explaining. I'm, it sounds more like Monster Hunter is a better all-around game than Call of Duty. But right. I don't know about the the like the multiplayer experience. Like, what is how, like how much there's, do they does it add to your game if you have someone else it, playing oh, with you? So goddamn much. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> the monsters do get more health, mm-hmm. but it's easier to offset that because you can apply two strategies at the same okay. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're working in sync with complementary weapons so that you're not knocking each other off the fucking monster, yeah, yeah, it gets really fucking awesome really quick. It, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that is like Call of Duty is a better multiplayer game. I'm just saying it's just so Wally can think which right. one's better. <laughs> Come up with these, ideas. These are the things we make, have to think yeah, about. Just to make... Because I guess we're putting a lot of pressure on Wally right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Let's... <laughs> to get this done. I'll fight you. <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, for me, uh, it really comes down to between Call of Duty and, and Super Mario Party. Uh, really? Wow. Because, okay. I mean, Monster Hunter is really great, but it's just still some of those fucking things that Monster Hunter does. That's the Monster Hunter thing. That it yeah. just, it, it's just fucking frustrating. And I don't know, like, you know, if I, if I want to play a game, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to get frustrated, man. Like, I just want to have a good time. Right. Um, but once you get through that stuff, <laughs> you get so good. I mean, it, listen, man, like fucking let's, let's call back the, you can't have your friend join you because they can't watch the cinematic with you. Like that's some fucking yeah. no, that's some no. bullshit, man. Like Listen, this is this is my favorite Monster <laughs> Hunter they've ever made. Okay. I am completely okay with it not taking this category. <laughs> All right. Because there is bullshit on the edges that still remind you, "Hey, this is a Monster Hunter game." Right. Uh But yeah, I would between Mario Party and Call of Duty, it's so tough because it's like, because it's like it's fucking Activision and it's their shit that they love to fuck people over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and there is a little bit that there, mm-hmm. 
Um, and there has been some of that shit where it's just like, I mean, granted, it's all cosmetic shit. Because uh, they even had a fucking, a single gun was like $3 or some shit for, to buy or whatever. A skin for one gun. And it's as shit like that. I'm just like, what the fuck? But yeah. like, the, but the gameplay is just fun. Um, and I don't know. I I've I've had a good time with it, and even even when I had those games where it's like everybody fucking left, and I was the only person on the team, I immediately went because uh, I'm playing it on PC. I immediately popped up the chat. And went to all chat, and I was like, I surrender! And then, like, everybody was like, hold your fire! And then, like, nobody fucking shot me. <laughs> so we basically did the thing as, like, most multiplayer games do. Where we just all fucking just stood around and did dumb shit for a while. And then and then eventually the lobby filled up, and then it went back to all everybody killing each other. And then, you know, we had a great time. So, uh... Um... But, man, fucking Mario Party is, like, it's just an all-around good package and there's no bullshit to it um oh no there's bullshit to it it wouldn't be a mario party without that well yeah well yeah but that's like that's part of the game no no business no business no business bullshit yeah Yeah, like the bullshit is like it's fun because it's like yeah everybody gets fucking hollering and being like oh fuck you you bastard and then like you know you steal a star from them and you know like shit like that like that's just part of the game like yeah and and i think that's what makes that fucking so good um so i think i think all of a all around package i have to say super mario party would have to take it as the multiplayer game of the year Wow. I mean, I'm, call- I'm okay with any of these games winning. Yeah. I'm shocked yeah. that it's Mario Party, but yeah, Mario Party yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Call Call of Duty Call of Duty is really good and is probably one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would actually say like the the zombies is probably the thing that's like, yeah, eh. which is which which is bullshit because they fucking announced just last week their whole like just mm-hmm. blackout and multiplayer for $30 and oh. I would have picked that up. I would have picked that up like in a fucking heartbeat if I if that had mm-hmm. come out previously, Those but they had to do bitches. their fucking they had to do their Activision thing. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, fuck them. They don't deserve to be fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, that's no, I, I agree after the, Yeah, after that, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. You, you made it. They don't deserve to win. Fuck you. I'm yeah well the thing is that that's a brilliant move because people like me who i played the beta i liked it but i wouldn't pay 60 bucks for it because i don't give a shit about zombies right i i i I might bite at 30 (laughs) bucks well because the thing is is the rumor is is that they'll raise it up to 40 the beginning of next year Hmm. yeah so i might i might grab it before they do that they're seeing what they can get away with, and they should have split zombies out. Anyway, congratulations, Super Mario Party. With runners-up of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and Monster Hunter World, three fantastic games to play with your friends. Mm-hmm. That brings us on... Yeah, let's let's keep this anger seething, <laughs> because now it's worst industry trend for 2018. We have trend-chasing slash battle royale games. <laughs> uh, too many online stores, games as a service, the community question of every game, is this coming to Switch? <laughs> uh, game slash event passes as a way to pay for progress, 
progression. And that'll that's that's everything that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um Christ, where do we start? Let's start with Battle Royale games slash trend chasing. There seems to have been a lot of that this year. Oh yeah. I mean that's Yeah. I mean ju- I, I, just I, this I, week it came to Counter Strike. Yeah. I feel like it's still gonna be another year until that trend is gonna die. Uh, right. may, maybe another two more years, I would say, because MOBAs for a while, like MMOs was. Oh, thank God! Years thank ago, God, MOBAs are dead. You you made me forget about MOBAs. Cause cause MMOs were like was around when WoW came out, and then so there was like two or three years where it was like everybody was releasing fucking MMOs, and then 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 Dota two happened, and League of Legends happened, and then so fucking MOBAs exploded that year or or like three years Mm -hmm. three four years and it wasn't until 2016 where we just got out of it because battle royale was starting to be over the horizon and right took over last year and now we're we're in that area of where it's front and center right now yeah when when fortnite and PUBG took off it was clear that that was going to be a sea change Mm -hmm. Uh, the the thing that i would argue against putting this into the top three is that I don't think you'll ever get away from any kind of trend chasing in the industry. That's just the nature of this industry. Yes. No, I agree with that. It's, it's disheartening to see companies that we once loved start to chase trends. Yeah. Like valve releasing a new card game and (laughs) them adding it to CSGO. And, uh, Yeah. I just don't think the industry as a whole will ever get away from trend chasing. It's just disappointing to see something like Valve, a company like Valve, chasing that. And I think that conversation will be had later in these mm-hmm. discussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad industry or worst industry trend. Yeah, because technically that's just that's just going to be in it every year mm-hmm. if. <laughs> <laughs> like that was yeah. just that would just be as a as a thing every year. So I feel yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like we can strike it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a l- <laughs> game community responses. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is this coming to Switch? I know I've been guilty <laughs> of that. A lot. Right, right. No, I and I have too, because there's there's been times where I was like, man, if this comes to Switch, cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like, I I think the thing that I, I demand. Ha- yeah, like that's the thing that I really hate that the industry is was turning into is like people get actually fucking really upset if a game doesn't get ported to Switch, and it's like, dude, you got to think about it from like a hardware standpoint like or just a development standpoint like they just don't want to fucking do it man like sorry it sucks but not everything needs to be on the fucking switch yeah right even some of the i mean a lot of the smaller companies might have started their game before the switch was even really like up like before they really even knew about it so it might be a lot of work for them to port it over you know so yeah exactly and i'm sure a lot of those companies want it ported over to switch because Switch is Switch really is doing good, very fucking especially well, especially for yeah. those like smaller indie games and stuff like that. It's super good for those uh, 
for those games. So if I, if, mm-hmm. if they don't put it on the Switch, it's probably because they just couldn't in the moment and still wanted to release their game, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like, I'm all, I, I feel the same way about it where it's like, dang, I wish that would have came to Switch. But, yeah, the outcry of people getting angry and stuff, that's just bullshit, you know, like. Yeah. It's it's not becoming of anyone like oh wow it doesn't come to the platform that I want it to mm-hmm. then don't buy it yeah yeah like fucking or be or an pe- adult. or or people that already own it and they complain that it's not coming to Switch and they get upset about yeah. it it's like fucking yeah. really you have the game already <laughs> like fucking just play it yeah. just play it man yeah like, exactly. You're yeah. mad that it's not on a portable device because you can't take it with you? Uh, sorry. Like, how about buy a fucking laptop then? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's gonna be your concern, Ugh, it's it's a it's a bad look. Mm-hmm. Um, Wally, you have games as a service listed as worst industry trend. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. So that's um, it was kind of something where that was unfolded with like Ubisoft. Uh, was kind of more of the prominent uh, suspect of this whole thing, um, where they wanted to basically turn all of their games into something where they were always online, Mm -hmm. whether if it was single-player or multiplayer, um, and something where it was like they would charge people for it uh, as like a monthly subscription kind of deal um i'm trying to think some of the more i want to i want to say similar to what like ea access is doing um oh it's it's like also specific publishers that that do it where they have a subscription service just to play the games that you want to play you have to pay a fucking monthly fee for it. Um, oh well, EA Access is similar to the uh, Game Xbox Pass and Game Pass, right? But I would argue that that's that's a cost-effective way for some people to actually play the games that they right. want, because like Xbox Game Pass is, I I would argue that that is definitely worth its money. I don't prescribe or subscribe to it, mm-hmm. but if you play two games and they've dedicated to actually having games uh, microsoft games day one so Mm. if you wanted to play halo day one you wouldn't have to fork out 60 bucks you could just play it and if you do that with two brand new releases a year it kind of pays for itself Mm. um but i get what see i thought what you were going for with this is more like a destiny type thing where it's so tied to a server that if that company has problems you lose access to that game Mm. i mean it it i guess to rephrase it as as a live service so yeah it is more in that regard of that yeah if you it is all on servers like and even like single player games are tied to servers sometimes mm-hmm. so yeah if it goes down or doesn't exist anymore like you can't fucking play that game mm-hmm. and that's yeah. kind of that's kind of like what and that's what I was saying, like, that's what Ubisoft is kind of doing with some of their Assassin's Creed games. Like, they are trying to connect it so that it is connected to an online uh, connection so that if you don't have it fucking connected, you don't have access to your game. 
Like yeah, that's they kind that... of started that with last year with Origins, and then mm-hmm. they kind of doubled down on it in Odyssey. And the, the the online stuff is so innocuous and so not critical to that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I haven't tried this. Can you just connect to that not online? Can you just play those games without an online connection? I don't know. I never, I never tried. Honestly, I think I think the biggest problem for me is that you have these big single player games like Assassin's Creed that, if you don't have an online connection, you can't just buy that in a store, toss it in, and play. It requires this huge patch, mm. which has been prevalent for the past few years, but it kind of reached a critical capacity this year. Right. Like, with the rise of Game Pass, with the rise of EA Access, it's becoming alarmingly obvious that the future will be fully digital. Yeah. So then what happens to game ownership at that point? That's the scary part of that, is, like, if it does become this thing, can they just take our games away, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the scary. Like, I don't know if I'd necessarily. I mean, hell, fucking Steam. Look at Valve. Yeah. Valve just like suddenly switched all that shit off. Like, yeah, that's goodbye. Scary. It's scary to think that you can buy something and then you might not even own it, even though you bought it. You know, it's just like right. <laughs> so I guess I guess we can reword games as a service as the prevalence of digital only games. Or yeah. the reliance of online. Like, yeah, how- yeah, the reliance of online. Mm-hmm. Um, and as for my game event pass, uh, it's it's the thing that Dota 2 started, and then Fortnite popularized it, and now it's like in almost every fucking multiplayer thing. I mean, Rocket League, I think, does it best, but that's just because Rocket League is the best, and it's always great, and nothing is ever wrong with that game, <laughs> ever. Um, but... <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> um... No, it's just, it's, I'm starting to see this shit everywhere where it's like, oh, you have to, like, pay your blood money. Yeah, it's either, it's either fucking, they have a free tier system or, or a premium tier system to get all these exclusive skins. And, like, PUBG had it the fucking worst because it was, not only did you have to pay, not only was it double of what it was for Fortnite. Uh, you also couldn't use BP for it, so you couldn't use your the in-game currency from PUBG to pay for it. And also, uh, all of a, a lot of the cosmetics were timed. <clears throat> so yeah, you didn't well, even have it. So even though you played, even though you paid premium for it, you paid oh, ten wait. dollars for it. You, you mean all- the skins you unlocked? You couldn't use in perpetuity. You could only use them for. X amount of time? Yep. And this is after oh. you drop $10 for it. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And this was right. right around that... This is right around that time where PUBG was really starting to get on my fucking nerves, and yeah. I was starting to just be like, hey, Blackout's starting to look pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a new level of sleazy. I didn't realize that they were timed to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was... It's not all of them, but there are a lot of them that yeah. were timed. I think that was what I felt the same about PUBG was like I still like the game that they were giving just the additional things 
because instead of like we've always complained instead of working on the game and making it better they were thinking of ways for that they could make money off of people mm-hmm. instead of being right like and there's there's good ways to do it just like you said like what rocket league is doing or something like there's good ways to keep you you have a small company and you need the flow of money to to build your game and there's good ways of but doing it's it. cheap too yeah, and it's cheap like those like those passes are cheap like uh the the keys for their crates are super cheap mm-hmm. like you can, uh, and there's so many different ways that you can well, get access to these and, things. And Rocket League does it good too because they also have like events where you they you can win keys without paying for them, so you can yep, still open right. crates and shit. And I, like, I'm fine with that. And I'm also just fine with companies that are small and need they they do need your money so they can keep supporting the game that you love. You know, so they need they right. need a little bit of flow of money, but they still kept it cheap. They weren't like stealing people's money egregiously, like right. Blue Whale tried to do, <laughs> or whatever. Blue Star Whale, Wars, whatever yeah. the fuck they. <laughs> Blue Hole Blue, PUBG Blue Corp shit. tried to yeah steal people, or just trying to take people's money, and it's just like, all right, dude. So yeah, I mean that that PUBG was the worst case scenario yeah. oh, for definitely. that, but but. It was definitely that was when I started noticing that it was starting to become a trend where because I mean it's in Call of Duty now mm-hmm. with their black their black market but you don't have to pay extra for it which is great yeah. um, but it was people did realize they did the math like after they released it because uh, it was like two hundred tiers or something to reach Jesus and and when they calculated like it's based off of time of how much you're playing and people figured out like. Hey, this is a lot of shit that is like a lot of people are not going to reach, even if they fucking played it every single day. They're not gonna get to tier two hundred. <laughs> that's when. Yeah. That's when they kind of they they just announced this past week. Uh, they're doing their second, their second, uh, their like next season, and it's only a hundred tiers. And they also have a daily tier skip where it's like if you win a game, it'll skip a tier. It'll still gotcha. track your like progression bar, but like it'll just totally skip a whole tier and then you know whatever. Um, so they they fixed that. They've kind of adjusted that because like you know they basically community fucking called them out on their bullshit because they did the math and they basically yeah. saw how they were able to pick apart their whole system and then they were like, hey, this is fucking bullshit, and they called them out on it. And then so this season they're they're kind of reeling it back. Um, so yeah, I, I I feel like it's this whole like event pass thing is i don't know i i could see how a lot of people like it mm-hmm. and 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 i think it is cool cuz it is something that's like a timed thing like it's a seasonal thing like similar to overwatch where it's like you know only an amount of time where you can unlock shit uh but it does show you exactly what you're unlocking throughout that entire list um, but then there's the really fucking egregious part, which is how PUBG handled it. Um, so let's let's just do this then. I'm, <laughs> I think I think I okay. think that's a lock yeah. that okay. has to be on this list. <laughs> okay. In the interest of time. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I know. I'm no, rambling. No, I know. I know. You you got you got a lot to get off your chest. <laughs> this is my this is my <laughs> rambling moment. <laughs> Uh, the last thing that we have on here is the rise of more and more <laughs> online God. stores, well, especially with the Epic Game Launcher just oh announcing God. last week. Uh. 
And it feels weird to say it that I'm against it, but I I am just from a simple like more my information being out there to more and more companies. Mm-hmm. I don't like, but I also understand the need for good competition. Mm-hmm. The problem with something like the Epic Games launcher is that you now have games that were previously announced for Steam and on Steam, <clears throat> like. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, what was it called? There, there was a game, uh, Satisfactory, mm-hmm. was announced on Steam as early access, going to be out on Steam. The Epic Games launcher comes around, and suddenly Satisfactory is delisted from Steam and is going to be an exclusive to the Epic Games Store. Yeah. Uh, it's getting to the point where my library is split across Steam, Origin, GOG. Uh, Battle.net. Battle.net. Now, potentially the Epic Game Store, what with Hades, Supergiant's new game being on there during its opening salvo. Hopefully that comes to Steam. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And now, Discord having their own store. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's getting too much. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you play is a thing that they force themselves. If you buy a Ubisoft game on Steam, uh, you need Uplay to even fucking use it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think this online all these online stores kind of co- coincide a little bit with the with the games as a service type thing because it just feels like mm. like Epic obviously Epic wants to control their titles, you know, or or like certain companies, the Bethesda to... game launcher. Yeah, Sorry. oh yeah, that's another one. Bethesda yep, game launcher. Yeah, just coming out with I, I like I don't know. It's I hate it. I like just having one place where I can find all of my games and play all my fucking games, and I don't want to have to open up all these different launchers. I understand companies wanting to do it, but and and like you said, it does co- create competition, which is which can be a good thing, but. Yeah, just for me. Oh. Yeah, it's it's which, getting to be too much. Which is weird because I I actually consider Discord's to be cuz I think Discord's goal is to be not only just a place to shop for games, mm-hmm. but it's it seems like it's a lot of different games are on there as mm-hmm. well. Uh probably not some of the, like the really exclusives like fucking anything from Ubisoft or EA or you know what's already been established. Um, but I felt like Discord is kind of like Discord's goal is similar to Steam, where it's like an all one place to have all your gaming shit. Is whether if it's voice or the games themselves or communities, video game communities. It seems like Discord. That's Discord's goal of like being that overarching gaming app. And, and that's that would be, in my mind, the one counterpoint to this being a negative, is that Discord does that. It can scrub your entire Steam library. Mm-hmm. It can scrub all of your other libraries and have that one stop yeah. for mm-hmm. it. it yeah. So I, th- I feel like even with all of these stores and all these storefronts being a pain in the ass, Discord solves that problem. Mm-hmm. We're not paid by Discord, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> We would uh, like yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> coincides with it can be a good thing too. This competition where yeah, where Discord sees this and they're like, Jesus, look at all this bullshit that's happening. Hey, let's 
let's right. take all this bullshit. Let's unify. Let's unify all this bullshit and make it one good thing. So, mm-hmm. like, I think, yeah, with stuff like this, good things can happen, though. Yeah. It, it just depends. Whereas, like, yeah. I think I think the online stores were referring to publishers, where it is Bethesda, mm-hmm. uh, Ubisoft, EA, where they are just releasing their own because they just don't want to give Valve that 30%. Mm-hmm. They're just like, fuck you, we need all of yeah. it. yeah. Well, Valve is making moves to try to readdress that, right? To the and chagrin I... of some indie <laughs> studios. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know where I land on this. I th- I think way back when, when Steam was first introduced, if instead of branching out, they only kept to Valve games, and then each of the publishers then rolled out their own at mm-hmm. that time, we wouldn't be responding in this way right now. Yeah. Because that would have been the standard. But for so long, Steam had such a big control over it that everyone liked having one place to go Mm -hmm. to. Yeah. But I think, ultimately, it'll be better to have that competition. Yeah. Just right now, it's growing pains. So I don't know if this should necessarily make the list, Mm. but we'll we'll get Mm. to that. So... Right now, we have, as a lock, the Game Pass events. (laughs) I think community response, just the abject terribleness of people getting pissed off that it's not coming to Switch, I think that's an honorable mention in this category. I don't know. Yeah, God damn it. I think the reliance of an online connection, games as a service, has just been increasing year on year on year. Mm Mm-hmm. What goes in this list, guys? <laughs> it's kind of a weird mixed bag this year. I I agree with you about the online stores because, you know, I I think it would only become a worse industry industry trend if you know if we saw into the future and saw that it yeah came out to be really fucking shitty things out of it. But yeah. if it comes out to where people have options and you know and, and similar to what discord's doing where they just make an an app that's like everything's fucking there mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. one-stop shop for all all the things like yeah like yeah sure you can buy it from all these other all these other fucking distribution locations but like to where you play them from is just one spot or if I, it ends up down the road where like Fallout seventy six is right now only on Bethesda, not I'm I'm not saying go play that game, <laughs> but if it rolls Please out don't. eventually to other platforms and that's how they handle all their big releases, where during that launch window, you have to be in their launcher, mm-hmm. but then down the road it opens up. Maybe that's the way this goes out. I think we're too soon to make that judgment yeah. call. Right, yeah, I, I think, yeah. and that, and that's why, and that's why I think, like, I don't think it could make it to the yeah. list. No, because we don't know. We just don't know the overall outcome. Like, <laughs> it's exactly as you said. Like, it's just growing pains right now because we're just like, oh Jesus Christ, there's another one. fucking yeah. thing we got to install. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, good things could come yeah. out of it. Yeah. Right, I definitely think with that. I mean, obviously, we only have two left, so those are going to be in there. But like. 
right. uh, the community response is like a this year thing. Because I think for the most oh, yeah. part, like that's going to stop because most companies are now or most games are going to be on the Switch most likely. So I don't think mm, we're going to yes. hear a lot of out- unless it's like a, a PS4 only or Microsoft only or whatever. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a lot of like outcry for it to be ported to the Switch because most companies are going to be like it's coming for the fucking Switch. So mm, I think yeah. that's a a good one just because it's a this year thing. Yeah. But yeah, because 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 oh. now because now I'm starting to hear things of people being like, wait, that's coming to Switch. Yeah, like I'm here, like, starting to hear more of 11? that. Yes, exactly. Like that one, <laughs> a prime example. Like, because like that, that was a, that shocked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty fucking cool. That's a yeah. That's it, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what comes to Switch in the yeah. future. Mm-hmm. But are are we agreed that the game slash event pass has to win this because it's just such a toxic thing? I think so. Yeah, I I think that is the absolute worst thing. I yeah. get. I get having a free-to-play game do this because you got to make money somehow. Like it's kind of acceptable mm-hmm. to a point in Dota 2, but to have PUBG get out there and not only do this but also have limited skins as a result of it, mm-hmm. it's just oh fuck no fuck you fuck yeah. this fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. And and a lot of uh, a lot of AAA gaming companies now are doing the thing where it's like they don't release that into their game on day one so that yeah. way so that way that's even the worst mm-hmm. part i'm i'm wondering if that should even be a separate thing <laughs> where like uh whereas oh, post-release microtransactions post-release microtransactions i would i would oh boy I would like to see that on. The I would over. actually say that should win, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, I I know that's that's a last second shoving. No, but man, fucking. Well, we've actually... been, we've seen that so much this year. Yeah, you've got a really good point. I would take games as a service off of this list, bump game event pass down as that, and add post release, post review microtransactions yeah. yep. as the fucking worst. Yeah. Yep. I, I Holy shit. <laughs> Done. Holy so, shit. That's definitely, so. that's definitely the worst no doubt oh my god yeah what a fucking dark horse man hey guys let's get angry (laughs) this is why i love this category so much because this is the part where we just let all of our fucking frustrations out holy shit yeah i completely forgot about that and that happened so much this year Mm -hmm. so fucking much oh my god Fuck you, post-release, post-review microtransactions. You are the worst thing to happen to the industry. <laughs> and also, fuck you of game slash event passes. <laughs> and you know what, guys? Just calm down about ports to Switch. Yeah, yeah. Just, just calm down. Coming. The games yeah. are coming. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Holy shit, what a dark horse. Yeah, Man. That's awesome. <laughs> Good fucking pull. God damn. <laughs> You almost got away, you <laughs> bastards, but we fucking caught on. <laughs> All right. Let's I'm glad I was able to pull my pull myself out of that for, Shit, for yeah. and come that realization. God damn. Uh, complete opposite. <laughs> let's try to get happy now. Let's, let's, yeah, let's. Best change. industry trend. Um. We have cross-platform multiplayer. We have backwards compatibility. 
We have confirmed <laughs> Nintendo Switch ports. And we have level of customization. Uh, unless, Steve, is ports more of a general thing No, I was, you, I was talking about Switch ports. Because okay. I, w- I would be willing to say this year we've seen a really marked improvement in, like, multi-platform ports in general. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. E- especially on PC. Monster Hunter runs like butter. Fucking Forza Horizon 4 is an amazing PC port. Mm-hmm. Especially given Forza 7, Forza, Forza Mortar Sport 7, was a dumpster fire when it released on PC originally. <laughs> so they've really come a long way. Uh-huh. Um, What do you mean by level of customization, Wally? Uh, like games like that just really surprise me of starting to become like really in depth, like Monster Hunter World, uh, even fucking Forza that you were telling me, like the levels of customization that you can do in that game. And then I made they're... a wooden paneled buggy <laughs> that says Police State and has the giant bomb Soul logo Caliber. on the back of it. <laughs> Right, Soul and Soul Calibur. Yeah. Soul Calibur is another one. Um, Although, I would argue that Soul Calibur's level of customization is actually less than it was previously. Hmm. There's mm. less items to attach to your character. Okay. But they have increased, like, the way you can color weapons. You couldn't do that in the past. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it people are doing amazing things with that, as we'll see in our next category. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I, for yeah, me, I, no, I think... I, yeah, I, I I think it. I put it on there just because I'm starting to see it more apparent in games where it's like, because there was a couple times where it's like there were a lot of games that said, oh yeah, you can customize, and it was just like color pre- presets, mm-hmm. and then yeah. that and that was it. And but now it seems like when people say, oh, you can customize, it's like there's fucking a lot, right. Uh, I'm going to take the axe to my own backwards compatibility because, again, that's just been Microsoft and that's been <laughs> really a continuation of what they've been doing the past couple of mm-hmm. years. Okay. It's still really fucking incredible and mm-hmm. arguably the best selling point for Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would I would argue for it more if they would finally roll out Game Pass to PC to let you play Xbox 360 games. Right. They should do that. Because then people on PC will be able to play the first Red Dead Redemption, but that's just me. <laughs> so I will strike it from the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Cross-platform multiplayer. It's finally happened. You can play Rocket League. No, it should it should definitely be on the list yeah. for sure. Like Paladins cross- did it. Cross cross platform should definitely be mm-hmm. on that list. And if Paladins did it, holy shit, man! The most played game, <laughs> Paladins. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, I'm I I, yeah, I think it's a good sign of things to come. Uh, it, it'll just take like I think we will actually be able to say that it has happened when a Call of Duty does it. Hmm. Or a Madden does it. Yeah. Something like that, where you can finally play those games all over. Mm-hmm. Of course, Fortnite is the golden child. because. Well, I, I don't know well, about Call of Duty, but like, but Madden, yeah, I agree yeah. with. Well, Fortnite is really the incredible thing right now, because you can play a game of that 
with players on PC, on Xbox, on PS4, on Switch, on fucking tablets and phones. Mm-hmm. All in the same goddamn game. Mm-hmm. Minecraft does it now, too. Yep. Like, multi cross-platform multiplayer Darren it's already on the list okay <laughs> God damn I'll stop it. <laughs> Jesus Christ hooray um, um, I'm willing to bundle my confirmed Nintendo Switch port because it was just basically me doing a counterpoint of yeah. them being of the worst industry trend I got uh, you goof <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I'm willing to say like good ports are actually starting to become more apparent like like yeah. even even some even some developers that were known notoriously for bad ports are starting to turn it around and starting to release some good fucking ports fucking monster Hunter world capcom had a terrible track record look at resident evil 4 the original release on pc fucker didn't have mouse support mm-hmm. yeah now look at monster hunter runs like butter mm-hmm. keyboard yeah. is a viable option even though you'd be insane to use it well he's insane <laughs> I have more access Same. to buttons, man. <laughs> sure. Uh, but but it's a really good port. So this would be like cross-system ports, I guess we would put. Or specifically PC. Hmm. I would just say ports in general because it's becoming kind of a big thing. Yeah, because, yeah, cause, I mean, it's also the question of, like, Switch ports as well, right? Like, because it's not just PC ports, it's also Switch ports, like, whether they run well or not, or like if... Dead Cells and stuff like that. Dead right, Cells runs great on Switch now. At launch, yeah. it did not, but they, but they fixed, fixed it. it. Yeah, they turned yeah, it they around. Worked on it, you know? and, it, and it seems like people are doing that more and more now, and I think a lot of it has to do with, like, the outcry that happened with, like, Arkham Knight and stuff like that. Where people oh, yeah. were just so oh. fucking upset. Uh, <laughs> now yeah. there's this. Bi- there had been a big outcry, and it seems like they're more focused on giving something that works instead of something that's fucking broken. <laughs> yeah. Right. I yeah. I would I would agree that that belongs on this list. The increased focus on mm-hmm. it as from the industry as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and I I mean now all that's left is the level of customization. Yeah. I, which I wholeheartedly embrace. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the police state is here. I made a really dumb Xbox Reliant Robin <laughs> that has every logo ever used by Xbox on it. Right. It makes me real happy. Mm. Side note. I'm fucking uh, with the Call of Duty emblem maker. The level of customization oh, right. on it. Like, they've increased how many layers you can have on that fucking thing. And not just how many layers, but also how many different emblems you can build. It's, like, up to 80-something. Like, who's going to spend fucking all 80 slots to build shit in, a, in an are... emblem maker? No, I know. There's, there's, a, there's one guy who's very popular on the subreddit who fucking makes some really good emblems for Call of Duty. And he has his own YouTube channel and everything. That he does, he does like a time lapse on him on like building emblem makers for Call of Duty. It's about the same with Forza Horizon. I downloaded someone else's skin for one of my cars that is literally the Mr. Bean fo- like poster, the movie poster, completely mm-hmm. recreated in their emblem maker. It is <laughs> Rowan Atkinson to a T. 
And it is incredible. Yeah, level of customization. <laughs> uh, so cross-platform multiplayer, you think you think that wins? I think that wins. I think it's a good sign of things to come. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because that's, that's just a win for everybody. It's the glorious gaming future that we always wanted since the 90s. <laughs> That me as a kid, I told multiple people that will never happen. You will never be able to play an Xbox game with your PlayStation friends. Mm-hmm. Twenty eighteen, here we are. So congratulations, cross-platform multiplayer. You are our best industry trend. Also, good on you, cross-platform ports and level of customization in games. Uh, we're about at an hour and a half. Do we wanna? Do we wanna go into the next category? I'm game yeah. to go into the next category without a we break. We should go into the next category. Finish it. This should be the last one. Take a break for this one. Yeah, because <laughs> the one after this is gonna be a shit yeah. show. Yeah. Time to get angry again. <laughs> but before we get angry, let's get happy. Uh, I realize this is an audio medium, but we are doing custom Soul Calibur Six Character of the Year. We've got talking about levels of customization. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is gonna get real dumb. We have up for nominee uh, nomination: Thomas the Tank Engine, BoJack Horseman, Rayman, Magic Carp, Sonic the Hedgehog, Willy Wonka, Captain Asshole, and who did you want to pick from that video, Steve? You you've got a bunch oh, that you're shit. you're going with, aren't you? I liked Magic Carp, but we you already have that, so. I don't know. Let's do oh, Donkey man. Kong. Yep. <laughs> oh, Donkey Kong's a good one. I mean, you can take multiple from that. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening, we're looking at Donkey's Soul Calibur creator because he had some amazing characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, personally, I think Magikarp has to be a lock. That was the first dumb one I saw. Yes. And yeah. I lost my goddamn <laughs> mind. Yeah, I just think the creativity in creating that one is just so good. Like, yeah, it's above cause, and beyond. Because they utilized that character, how he bends yeah. and how he moves, and then just <laughs> mimicked it and was and figured it out and was like, hey, if I just put the right things in the right spot, it I looks like a magic fucking carp magic carp. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think magic carp is a lock for this goddamn list. And as much as I love the accuracy of Bojack, <laughs> it's it's a it's a perfect perfect Bojack. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it'll hold up to everything else. Mm-hmm. Bojack is my personal favorite custom Soul Calibur character of the year, but I think there are other options on this list. The one that made me lose my goddamn mind was the Sonic. It's it's yeah. mostly just because it's like a fucking ripped Sonic and the puckered lips and the giant fucking eyes <laughs> and it's the scary. and the fact that he's got a fucking giant ring as a <laughs> as his weapon. It is the stuff of yeah. nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really like the Sonic one too. As do I. <laughs> <laughs> So, so are we putting Sonic on this list? Right, yeah, I think so. Okay. That leaves one gentleman. We have uh. Thomas the Tank Engine, <laughs> Rayman, Willy Wonka, Captain Asshole, 
and Donkey Kong from Donkey's video. Uh, I'm willing to scratch w- Captain Asshole just because he's simple. I just like the level mm. of dumb of it. <laughs> yeah, Cap- Captain Asshole is a shining example of the absolute dumb yeah. that you can accomplish with the base with- editor. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of want to eliminate Rayman. Yeah. Simply because you had to hack to get that to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. So for those of you listening, it is a customized version of Geralt of Rivia, whom you cannot customize in Soul Calibur. They just don't allow you to, because his armor is literally his body. So if mm. you swap out any parts, it's invisible. So it's a perfect Rayman without arms and legs. <laughs> But it is technically impossible to pull out without hacking the game. Mm-hmm. I love you, Rayman. But you 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 can't. You can't. <laughs> that leaves us with Donkey Kong, Willy Wonka, and Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Fucking Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> God damn it. I really like Willy Wonka for the dedication to the accuracy of that mm-hmm. yes yeah and and also the fact that when you pointed it out after when i showed it to you like when we first saw it was the fact that he made it look like that sword is a fucking chocolate, chocolate bar. bar it's a chocolate like bar like sword. The, like the texture of it just looks fucking awesome on it uh yeah i've got to pull up I've got to pull up Donkey's video again because I haven't seen it in forever. Oh, fuck that DDD. <laughs> oh, yeah, DDD's good. They're all the, good. The it's DDD just, is it's really good. A video worth watching. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's... Fa- oh, Solier. <laughs> um, we will put... I'd, I'm okay with putting Donkey Smash Presents custom soul caliber character of the year and we need to embed this video more people need to see this video (laughs) god the kirby is terrifying oh they're all terrifying kirby yeah that kirby is terrifying (laughs) what the fuck is that cubert oh my god the cubert is a nightmare oh fucking magikarp fucking magikarp god damn it Ronald McDonald. Yeah. So what, guys? What do we want to go with? Oh, that Donkey Kong. I'm okay with putting Magic or Willy Wonka. Yeah, me too. On this list, I'm I'm really impressed with the chocolate bar sword. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I really like the Willy Wonka. Yeah. One. <clears throat> Yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine. Again, hyper realistic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Willy Willy Wonka edges you out. All right, gentlemen, who do we want to win this? Magikarp, Magikarp. no doubt. I I think okay. I think I think Magikarp just because the person took the time to figure out and be like, if this character does this movement a certain way, and if I put things position it in in the proper spot on his body it'll look like a fucking magic carp flopping yeah. around and that's just another level of more than just aesthetics yeah yeah because it, you have to see it in motion to mm-hmm. really get the whole thing just seeing the character standing there means nothing right 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a level of creativity and imagination imagination that holy mm-hmm. shit, Magikarp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations, Magikarp! You're the custom Soul Calibur Six character of the year. <laughs> and that'll do it for our second deliberation session. Let's run down the categories. Multiplayer game of the year goes to a surprising Super Mario Party with runner-ups of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and Monster Hunter World. Our worst industry trend goes to a Dark Horse post-release slash (laughs) post-review microtransactions with a runner-up of game slash event pass, pay for progression, and exclusive skins. And way in the distance community response, is this going to be ported to Switch? Our best industry trend went to cross-platform multiplayer, runners-up of cross-platform ports and level of customization. And our custom Soul Calibur Six character of the year goes to Magikarp with runners-up of Sonic and Willy Wonka. Thank you for joining us. We're about to take the stream down for a bit, and we will be back starting with biggest fuck-up of the year. Mm-hmm. Be, let's let's get angry oh, together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all for back. it. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye.